Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Välkomna till Rock Bottom. Och idag sitter jag här med Ryan från Bohemian. Welcome. Hey, hello. <laughs> you got that exactly what I said, right? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> We're backstage waiting for you to go on on yeah. your mostly sold out tour. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's, it's been great. That's the biggest tour we've ever done in Europe, I think. Yeah. And my, I mean, I'm following you on social media, and it okay. seems like this is sold out, and that sold out. Yeah, most, been of, most of the shows are sold incredibly out, yes. successful. It is. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the band founded in 1991, and you joined in 2003. Three. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a new guy in the band. Oh. I only spent there 16 years. <laughs> 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 no, but Nergo, Nergo started Behemoth when he was, I don't know, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the beginning of the band. How did you start out with music? What were your early influences then? Uh, well, I think my father got me into music. And he was uh, he was the one to introduce me to, uh, you know, Sabbath, Zeppelin. And that, that's what I started with. But then uh, I, I think I'm mostly influenced by actually Scandinavian black metal music. And that's what I started with really i was playing instruments yeah that was when i was a teenager bands such as bands such as uh emperor immortal mayhem yeah that that norwegian black metal scene Mm -hmm. and uh were there any like defining moments when you know this is what i have to do this is what i gotta do well i uh I don't see there was a specific defining moment and there's defining moments for us uh, like throughout the lifetime and they all happen every now and then. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of them <laughs> and each single one is as important as the others. <laughs> what was the Polish metal scene like when you were growing up? Uh, well, we had we had Vader uh, and yeah, they're still going but Polish metal scene was... Uh, quite strong mm-hmm. back in the days and still it's still east just just the bands changed uh yeah we had quite a few festivals and uh, a lot of metal shows back then in the 90s but you know we uh kind of 
stayed behind the Iron Curtain for a long time. So to get anything from outside of Poland was kind of difficult for us. So whatever was happening in Poland, all the people were going. So like if there was a Slayer show in the 90s, everyone would go to see that. So Which is kind of cool. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, a little dangerous back then. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> yeah, it, it just was, you know. <laughs> so what bands were you in previously before joining Behemoth? Um, I had my own band. It's called Vesanya. Uh, we've done the last record, 2014. Mm-hmm. I also had uh, a rock band called Black River. And this thing has been off for the uh, last 10 years, but we have just recorded an album. So that's going to go on again. We'll see. I have a really tight schedule with Behemoth. So. No shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just this too. I'm, I, uh, I never was a fan of playing in 10 different bands at the same time. You know, it's, it's much better to stay focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. What kind of bands do you listen to now that gets you really excited, like out of the new bands coming in the genre and so on? Uh, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of kinds of music that I listen to. I wouldn't uh, say that I only specifically listen to metal music. So I, I've got enough of it when I'm on tours. <laughs> so what do you listen to? Anything that might surprise your fans? Uh I listen to a lot of electronics, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, synthesizer music, and that's what I also uh, do for my own on mm-hmm. uh, in my. It's called a home studio, and uh, yeah, a lot of rock bands. Just you know, whatever's happening now with the metal scene. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of every new direction of it, so. The older I get, the more I dig into the oldies. Mm-hmm. And if it comes to, to rock and metal, it's mostly going backwards for me. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to stay familiar with whatever's happening now. But still, I'm uh, becoming a fan of, uh, of the bands that my parents listen to mostly. Like old 70s hard rock. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that was the best time for music up until the 90s. I <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Love You At Your Darkest came out in October last year. Yeah. And uh, what was the vision for that album? Uh, well, the first thing we had was a title and we had it for like a year and a half before we released it. And the vision started growing around it. And yeah, it took us it took us a long time, but it's it's never like we're coming with a with a single concept and we try to incorporate ideas into the concept. You know that they're evolving. The way we work is um, like a brainstorming. So whatever kind comes in mind, we just we just work with it. We proceed with it. Uh, it was a big issue. I mean. The Satanist, uh, the previous yeah. album, was quite successful. And uh, the question we get asked very often is uh, if we were thinking how should we do something better than the previous album? 
And the thing is, we, we, we never do so. That's, that's never the way of thinking. Uh, what we always want to do is the best thing that we can get out of, out of the moment. And we just, we just work with each other. We just go with the flow. We, we, uh, we get inspired by anything that makes us think. And there's a lot of inspiring things mm-hmm. everywhere. So yeah, we uh, uh, there was just an idea after after idea, and it ended up being a, a piece of art, I guess, as the uh, overall effect. And that's actually a key here because we the vision was to uh, to create something that would be not just an album but something that we could call um, sort of a behemoth experience. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we accomplished that. I think you achieved that. What would you say is the <clears throat> difference between the Satanist and I love you? Oh, I don't know. Is there any difference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you have a personal favorite from the new album? Mm-hmm. Or does that change? It is. It, 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 it keeps changing uh, throughout the time. But recently, uh, I'm a fan of the the second half of the record more, and that's the half of the record that we're not really playing live. <laughs> uh, but you know, the approach to uh, like certain songs it, it changes. Like for example, Bartzabel, the um, the song that became quite important for us and now it's a, like a crucial moment in the set list and the life set list it was to be it was supposed to be an outtake we uh, we didn't want the song on the, on the album while we were working really? on it really yeah. but then we just then we just heard the final effect after all the mixing all the vocals and everything mm-hmm. we're like oh man that's that's it we we uh, we're gonna make it something really important so you know the approach changes. My very favorite for uh, from uh, rehearsing and and uh, creating time was uh, Wolves of Siberia, mm-hmm. and that happened to be an opening song for the album. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> is black and death metal still an accurate term to describe your music, or is it too narrow? Because uh, to me, I mean, you really grown as band from album to album and I don't know I, I don't feel it's uh, our role to to describe this music anymore we just uh, uh, we get rid of the feeling of the emotions somehow through what we're creating and you know to describe it is that 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 we're living for the people so I would think the best term to say what it is is just extreme metal music. I think we're uh, leaving the boundaries of black and death metal here and there. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it on the record. So I don't know if it's the best term. Maybe. Well, Do we even whatever. need a term? Perhaps not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. To the very few of our listeners who are not familiar with Behemoth, what songs would you recommend them to start listening to, to get into the band? Well, I, I truly believe there's still some people unfamiliar with Behemoth. <laughs> and uh, 
I would recommend to come to see us live. Mm-hmm. Not like finding the, the most listened to Behemoth song on Spotify or whatever. It doesn't work this life. Just come see us. Mm-hmm. That's the recommendation. If they can get tickets because it's so loud everywhere. <laughs> to get them early. <laughs> it's, you are touring very intensively. Not yeah. just for this album, but for previous albums mm-hmm. as well. How do you keep the energy up? Do you still feed off the audience? And what if it's like you have a shitty night? Do you? How do you turn that around? Yeah, shitty nights happen. It's. I mean, once you once you realize uh, the touring takes at least half of your life, you uh, you need to treat yourself, your body, and your mind when you're on tour. As, as good as possible. So, uh, you know, drinking to death or, or partying or whatever, that was that was fine when we were in our 20s. Uh, now we're just trying to, to uh, maintain our energy throughout all the uh, touring, touring uh, period. Of course, the the crucial thing here is is the people coming to the shows but still as you said shitty days happen and i'm not always very social and very friendly and enjoying every single moment of it but that that's a part of it that's uh that's part of uh uh whatever you do in life is that because you need to preserve your energy and just to you know stay out of the bus <clears throat> for a while Well, it's it's hard to say why is that happening. It is just happening. It's happening to everyone. If it, even if you do what you love, you you just having a you know weird moments here and there, and being it uh, your private life or just being on tour and then tour life specifically. So they happen, but they don't matter in a, in a bigger perspective. You know, we all do what we love doing, and we're happy that we could make our life to be what we wanted it to be. Of course. So, yeah, we we do enjoy and appreciate every single moment of it. Okay. Trying to. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to your 14-year-old self if you could, you know, tell him about where <coughs> you are today? That's a good question. I would tell him, yeah, just... Uh, Uh, it's not like you can do everything in your life. It is not possible. Life's too short and your health is not going to allow you to do everything you want to do. But if you stay focused on, on one thing and you do it well mm-hmm. and you do it from the depths of your heart and you try hard, you're fucking going to make it. Mm-hmm. So did, when you were a teenager, did you have people around you that really believed in, in your dreams and so on or did you... Uh, Did you even do it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I just want I just wanted to play music when I was when I was a kid and uh I never thought back then uh that I'd be you know sharing a stage with a uh, with the guys from the posters in my room, right? So uh Yeah, I don't know. I uh 
Do you still get starstruck from eating your idols? Of course. Of course. That's a and good thing, though. It is a good thing. Not get too jaded. For, uh, yeah, a lot of times I do get starstruck. And there's this other side when you're, like, meeting your idols and they happen to be... Assholes? <laughs> you said that. I said it, so you Not as awesome <laughs> as you anticipated. <laughs> That happens too. No, no, but that that's that's uh, uh, that's not a big part of it. So yeah, I do get starstruck. It's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Lastly, uh, we have a question that we always ask in our interviews, and that's the cringe song. That's a song that would really surprise your fans. Does he like that? Does he listen to that? And that could be something from a childhood or even a commercial that just got stuck on your brain or whatever. What's your cringe song? Uh, hmm. Good question. Well, I don't know. Oh, don't you have a cringe? Are you totally shameless? Hmm. I might not have one. I probably sound super boring now, but nothing really comes to my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good sounds for us anything. Thank you so much, Ryan. Best of luck with everything. Thanks a lot. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.